A big hi to all. This is Ashwat working as a growth marketer for Amplus. In our podcast series, I'll be interacting with sales, marketing, digital marketing. And for a change, I'll be interacting with business strategists too. In my podcast, I've hosted Sushmita Jain, who's much into business strategy. Hi, Sushmita. Hello. And thank you for having me here. So appreciate that. It's really a pleasure to have you in my podcast, Sushmita. So like literally, we have been having our back and forth conversations and I love the idea as well and I love sharing as well. So yeah, great to be here and great to, you know, literally have the conversation shared with many, many more out there. So yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Shishmita. So uh, before getting into the podcast, we would all love to know about you, your role and the startup that you are working for. So I am someone who has my own business and so my company is around my name. So it's Sushmita Jain and Company where we focus on specific and really specialized business strategy when it comes to customer retention and brand loyalty. So that's something which is my speciality and I look forward to work with businesses around this because when it comes to people growing their businesses, all of them are just, you know, literally stuck in a hamster wheel if you look at it. So all they're doing is they're looking forward to grab new customers. But what they're missing out on is that, yes, it's good and it's great to grab new customers. But how about you also trying to retain the customers which you have already while you are grabbing and you are adding more people to work with you, you know, because then it's far more easier. It's easier to retain a customer than rather to convince someone to invest in your business and start working with you. And it's also not about just convincing. It's also about because they have already trusted you. They are someone who are seeing you and they know your worth. They are people who would look forward to walk through your product ladder as well. So if you offer them maybe pricey products or upsells of your products, which are better offers to what they are working with you on right now, they would go for it because they know how amazing you are. They've been seeing those results. And then your amazing budget, which you need to invest when it comes to your marketing, is literally safe. That's the reason why I say when it comes to literally lowering your customer acquisition cost, when you start focusing strategically on retaining your customers, it is always going to help you boost your profits. Sometimes it even ranges up to 95% growth in business profits as well. So it's all about how you strategically implement it. But yes, once you start with it, you can start with 5% growth to 95% or even much more. People have seen even 200% growth, but it all depends on how you're going to implement it and so on. Mm. And so That's definitely true. Uh, since you have been into this domain for considerable amount of years and you have worked in multiple domains. Uh, so uh, what are all the challenges that you see from your side and from your customer's side? Now I'll tell you something which is really interesting. So I've been in the industry for eight plus years and yeah. I have literally worked with tech startups. I have worked with e-commerce. I have worked, in fact, even in my initial work, uh, Days. I have even worked with network marketers. I've worked with businesses who have been in property business and so on and so forth. So 
really different industries, different demographics, people coming from different white frames are associated and are looking forward to work with these businesses. But what is the most common challenge which I have faced is people not realizing what the worth of their own business or their offer is. Definitely true. Uh, this is something really interesting uh, which we can have from you, Sushmita. And uh, from you, I could see a beam of a business strategist race. Uh, so, uh, so to attain this uh, destination, you must go through a lot of books or sources. And you may also have some mentors or industry leaders that you follow regarding this business strategy. So uh, who do you follow? What books you read? Uh, we would all love to know about that. Actually, it's really interesting. I rarely follow business strategies to be really true. Because mm -hmm. like I said, the uh, way they implement things is far more different than I implement because I focus more on, you know, not just the strategies, but also the neuroscience behind it the psychology, the behavior behind it. But then what I do realize and what I do study more is a combination of both the strategies which are being utilized in the market as well as the uh, science behind all of these things. Because like I said, I mm. focus on working on both these things. So my combination and my studies, like right now, if I have to tell you, I'm studying uh, like literally modern psychology at this time. I am going through and I am grabbing a new certification, which is a diploma around modern psychology at this moment. I'm studying uh, neuro-linguistic programming as well right now at this moment, while we are literally not exactly at this moment, but yes, in bits and pieces, I'm studying around these things because these things are something which can help you improvise what you know and while you are implementing them, you learn more things and you learn and you get to know more things around what's happening. Because like, I'm someone who not just focuses on, people think when I'm talking about business strategy and they do mistake it to be more around marketing oriented, but marketing is different from business strategy, right? So mm, people yeah. need to start understanding that. Branding is different. Like I am really baffled to see n number of branding experts out there who just keep on marketing posts around creating logos a logo is not a brand a logo is just a representation of a certain brand similarly mm -hmm. business strategy is a wide spectrum but marketing okay. is something which is a different aspect around it so mm -hmm. right now because we're talking about what i do follow i would say uh, I do follow more books around psychology. I do study more courses around psychology. And for the strategy bit, because I am implementing what I'm doing and there are changes happening around us all the time. So I keep yeah. on looking around those changes and taking mm -hmm. cues from them and, you know, literally pivoting my strategies around it because that's the cue which we should take. Look at the yes. environment and be the person who adapts because survival of the fittest, that's how nature evolves and so do we. Hmm. Uh, that's really a great insight from you. And uh, I would like to add a point on this. Uh, a point in the sense, a form of question which I would love to ask you. So in today's world, in today's industry, right? So uh, people in industry would never ask you to do multiple things because you can't be a jack of all trades. So yes. how do you manage things and how do you do that? 
So manage things. Since you have been in touching money. Since oh, you have been touching many fields, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. In so, that like, case. how do you what expertise do is, in each of these fields? What I do is, when it comes to, like, for instance, I am someone who focuses on how businesses can utilize both organic reach as well as the paid reach which they are getting for their business. Now, when it comes to me working on their paid reach, I would not work on it myself. For example, I have other experts who I know are doing great job when it comes to Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, YouTube ads, Pinterest ads, mm. or even when it comes to platforms which I'm not on. So like I am not on platforms like Quora. So then I do not understand the platform, but then I know that it's a platform which could be beneficial for my certain client. So okay. then I have my network. I know a few people around who are really good at it. So then I would get them on with me on the project and we would work together on we delivering the certain specific subset which we need to deliver to that client because like you said we cannot be jack of all trades so mm -hmm. i focus on a lot of things but then there are a lot more other bits and pieces for which yeah. i always to bring in experts from my knowledge field who i know are doing great and who i do trust because I've seen them with their work, I've seen them with their results, and that's the reason why I can get them on board when it comes to even my projects and what we're Okay, so, so, so it's like this. Uh, when you want a strategy to be happen, uh, you got to uh, build first strategy to assign the human resources for you. Yes. Something like that, Definitely. right? Definitely. Okay. Yes. I think this is something like a top layer strategy, or what do you call that? Yeah, it is my like it is one of my premium uh, offers when it comes to me offering my clients. So if they, this is like you said, the most top tier offer from my end or from my company which I would offer because so there are like when it comes to we even working with brands, we need to work on PR. So now I am someone who can work when it comes to digital PR for my clients, but when it comes to other kinds of my, uh, like literally getting the word out for my clients and building the PR from them from other aspects, I would bring in other people who I know are really good at when it comes to getting the word out for them, getting them interviews, getting them on TV, getting them on amazing, like really high big tier publications and so on and so forth. So it's all about, like you said, first we craft the requirements, we craft mm -hmm. the strategy which we would be working on with the exact goals we are going to aim because if we do not have a specific goal which we want to ultimately aim in a certain time period so like my projects do range from 90 days to one month or if clients want to work with me for more time frame then we can have it for say around three years time frame but initially mostly when i do start working with someone new it is that mostly we start with either 90 days or one year commitment right mm -hmm. so when we do that first i get a commitment from them how much time they want to invest minimum commitment would be for 90 days because that's the minimum time where i could set up goals and we could work and i look forward to we make sure we are attaining those goals and so on and so forth so like you said first the goals then the strategy and then we sit and formulate okay do we need to bring in more experts or can we like i and my team literally work on the aspects we need to work on when it comes to the business and then mm. we take it out 
Okay. Uh, this is something which I had back in my mind, like how to how they prioritize before getting into the real strategy and working on it. Uh, I think this is the perfect time to uh, share a slide, personal slide with you so that I can have an in-depth uh, view of what you currently do and what, uh, which customers you uh, target or like who's your target audience. So let me yes. share a slide with you now. Definitely. So uh, this is the persona profile. From you, I would like to know who's your target audience. So like, because you've asked this question and this is a really interesting question, which I would love to, you know, elaborate on slightly more. So mm -hmm. I see people and most of the people in the industry, what they do is when it comes to their personas, who they're focusing on and they're looking forward to build their audience around. What they think is that ultimately their audience should be only uh, like a subset of who the, are the exact people they want to work with. Right now, what yeah. happens is they focus on one set, but they miss out on something which is really long term, but it is a strategy which can get them a lot of clients. Right. So now when we have people who are connected with us, but they are not exactly the right kind of people, but even here you need to filter other kinds of people out, which you know would never ever be around people who you, uh, they could refer you to. But mm -hmm. I have focused on like literally working on building two sets of audiences for myself. Okay. First set is the people who are your ideal audience, who I would love to work with and are my ideal clients when it comes to me working. So like, who are they? They are business owners and they have already been in business for say around one or two years. They have their businesses running and they have their own client or customer base right now already. But when it comes to they actually growing their business further, they've hit a plateau. So it's like yeah. they're doing fine. They are literally, you know, having steady results, but they want to break past the plateau they have hit and they want to literally skyrocket their business because they know it's much, it's literally worth more, but they're right now missing out on something and they want to find those missing gaps and connect with more people, get more business and, you know, keep the momentum building. So those are the kind of people who I am looking forward to work with. Mostly they are people from tech industry. Mostly mm -hmm. they are people from industries like pharma. They are people from biotech, bio, like nanotech, you know, all these industries where it's more tech oriented because then the client retention does bring them easily seven to eight figure investments from their clients. So they do see when it hmm. comes to either they growing their business, a really big gap, which they're missing out on right now. And when I do talk with them about retaining their current clients, because that is something I do focus on and I do specialize in, then hmm. it makes a lot more sense for them. Because like I said, if they do retain a certain client, then they are any which way is gonna boost the profits they have right now because it might be that they have people working with them for say a certain period of time, but then when it comes to renewal after three to four, five years, it might have been that other they have to literally convince them a lot or they move to other some competition. So rather losing out their clients from competition, they would love to retain them. So these are the kinds of people who love to work with me more. And when do, or where do they find me most is that interesting uh, like bit right now because 
until now i've been focusing on just being present on social media but then from this year onwards i have okay. looked forward to you know getting more connected with people by being present in events having conversations around them and sometimes even like i said reference are working or is a really good medium for you to get clients as well so i have people who i know around me who are you know who are connected with me via social media but then they do know other people who are would be interested in working with me as well so that is how they have found me until now but now since i've started focusing on being on events i look forward to being present on more stages than i have been already so these are great places as well because obviously business owners like you too and that's where they get to know me because they are like okay we did not even know people actually do focus on these aspects of business strategy like you said people mm-hmm. are more just focusing on analytical sides but it is a combination and specialization which i do focus on they're not even aware that people do focus on these so this is something which is interesting so you always need to see how you can expand your horizons and i always say this to my clients and i would love to say it out right now make sure your strategy in some way could be a combination of both online and offline because when you take your online work to the offline field or if you're someone whose business is more offline than online when you bring your offline field work to the online space it can explode if mm. you strategically position it and if you strategically work on all of your brand awareness aspects to the expansion phase which you are working on so yes everything which i would talk about would be around strategic uh, implementation but from a lot more perspectives and then when you bring all those together it's an entirely amazing package which forms so that's okay. what i okay so uh, when customer approaches you they would have a lot of pain points to be solved for them so yes. what what pain points you take and solve for them like uh, what you solve first and how you solve them any any examples yeah so like right now i'm working with we or most of us who are right now checking out this video might be aware of the term buffer the company buffer right so right now i'm working with them and what we are doing is so they've moved they had an online community where they had their clients and they were building it but then they used to have cycles around it where people used to drop out or it would go like they had 5000 plus people in their slack community right mm. but yet the cycle would keep on repeating people only when new people joined in the engagement would be high then the engagement would drop off so right now what we are doing is and slack as a channel is good for team discussions but it's not a great channel to actually build a community so mm. what we are right now working on is we have literally changed their base from being a slack community to they being present on an entirely new platform which is known as mobilize and we are building the communities there so now what they are doing is how and what we are focusing on right now and the pain point they have is understanding the new platform as well as how they can utilize all the resources they have on the platform hmm. to engage the community they are building right now so this is something which is really specific when it comes to building the community 
Now okay. let's come back to one more example, which would be around we talking mm. about business expansion. Now, someone mm. like we did talk about this example slightly when we started this slide. So someone is having already a business, right? And it has been running good. They are getting clients. But what's happening is it's literally like a guessing game right now, right? So yeah. one month they would have a lot of leads in and they would convert few. Then maybe one or two months, it's like it's a really dry spell and they're just working on the ones they have right now. So they don't know where when the next one will come, but they're trying from the their end and then the next month they get one or two more. So, you know, that's how it's working. So they want to go further that they want to literally get really consistent inflow and intake of clients as well as leads and how they can utilize that to grow and expand their business. That is one of the pain points which I do come across the most when it comes to people approaching me on how they could grow and expand their business. That's the most common one, which I did share with you right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's really interesting to know, like, uh, uh, solving, uh, if someone is solving, uh, others pain point, right. Uh, it, yeah. they will, it, they will be treated as someone very special for them. So, uh, I, I am very thankful to you that, uh, you're solving many people's pain point, uh, who is coming to you. I'm glad to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what he wants to know from you, like whenever a customer comes to you, uh, he would have some sort of expectations, which he yeah. wants to hear it from you. So like, what do you want, uh, when customer approaches you first, like, is there something you want to deliver him first? Like, uh, how do you approach and how do you convince a customer? So first and foremost, what I try and do is I try and understand what they are seeking for the most from their end, right? Because if you want someone to actually work with you, it's not just about you convincing them how you could help them, but understanding what's the first thing they want to be solved, right? Mm -hmm. So my focus is to understand the most important question or the most important point they want me to focus on and then I give them an entirely detailed structured plan as to how we can work around it and every point which they want can have not just one end point right so it hmm. can have and it should always have definitely is a set of different milestones which would build the momentum towards reaching the exact goal they have in their mind. So I focus on helping them understand the vision of what they want to work on. So first I understand their vision, then I clear their haze and make them see their vision, which they want to implement. And that's when, when they understand that, okay, this is the person who's literally understanding and can foresee what I want. That's when the connection happens and we start working together. So that's how it works. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that would be something great. If, if I, if I approach as a customer to you, right, even I will be expecting the same from you. So you're delivering the thing, which I want. That is something great. That's exactly what you need to focus on. When yeah, you yeah. are looking forward to convert people, whether you're converting people who are already working with you or mm -hmm. you're converting new people who you want to start working with, give mm -hmm. them what you want. And mm -hmm. that's how the magic will start happening. Yeah. 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 That's true. That's true true so uh what he doesn't wants to know uh, i think this would be a little bit tricky because uh 
I, I would like to hear it from you. Like what he doesn't want to know from you when customer approaches. Okay, this is something which is really interesting and I'm glad you did have that question here. So now, okay. this is something which mostly does happen. When hmm. you have new clients who you are or who are approaching you to start working with you, they would have their own worldviews when it comes to working on things and implementing them in a certain way, right? Hmm. Now, yeah. what happens is when you are being approached by these people, mm -hmm. they have their own way and you have your own way. Now, sometimes yeah. what I see people do miss out on is when they are trying to convert new clients, they try to literally either be, uh, the term might not connect with more people, but either be really submissive and just go and agree with what they want rather than being stern of what would be right for the mm. clients to you know literally work on at that moment if you do present it well and if you do make them understand it well it would work out in a really far more better way it might be tricky but you should definitely try that. yeah I, I understand that I, I understand that yeah exactly so it's a really tricky one like I said the Question mm -hmm. is tricky, but then my answer is also a tricky one. Yeah. So, when you want to present <laughs> the information mm -hmm. which you mm -hmm. think would literally be helpful for them, but you mm -hmm. know they might not literally like it, present it in a certain way which mm -hmm. would help them understand that you are doing it from a certain, uh, certain like literal. Uh, empathy for, towards them as a person and as a business and that's the reason why you're sharing it with them so that would help them understand that so the thing is like uh, you'll be connecting to that world and pulling pulling to that pulling to your world and showing like what is the truth and what is happening yes yes okay uh, that's something really interesting which i can get from you uh if if uh, if you want to describe in two words like what your service can provide to your customers what would be that two words sushmita just two terms, if I have to go with, then like we have been talking a lot in this entire interview, what it would do offer them is ultimate brand loyalty as well as customer retention. Because when they start focusing on this, the business expansion, profits boosting is ultimately going to happen. But yes, these are the two things which I offer from my end the most. That is the summary of what I do. So yes, business growth will happen. This is something really interesting, like what you said. Uh, whenever I ask my host this question, right? Uh, what they will say is like, they will say that they will get the best price in the market or the best quality. So what you say is like, uh, we will get the customer retention and the brand loyalty. That is the adjective we will provide you. That's yes. something new and that's really interesting. See, the I get your point because when it comes to, and this is, like you said, the most common answers you would get around is the pricing is great or the mm. quality is great. Now, yes, you are offering a service. Your quality is definitely going to be great. And if you are not someone who is not offering great quality, you still have time you can always improvise your product. Like for instance, when you come up with a new product or a new offer in the market, right? Now I always say this, if you have a loyal audience or if you have loyal customers, you can always 
have them on board as your beta testers and they're going to love literally they're going to love to give you feedback because this is something that people do not think about when you have clients on board and they would love to share feedback with you and when you implement the feedback that they have shared with you they can see that they're not just people who are paying you and you do not have them just for their money they see and they can feel the value you hold or the customer holds for the business they are working with and that is really important that is something which when one starts working on even if someone might not want to work with the brand anymore because they have got the solution of what they wanted from the brand they will definitely look forward to send more people to work with you as a business as a brand because they know they are sending people and when it comes to people focusing on sending or referring people to other businesses always understand one thing it's their trust which is at stake right now if i refer someone or if i tell someone to go at a restaurant which i love and i know my friend would love it because we have similar tastes now when i refer them to that restaurant it's my literal trust at stake if i send them at a really bad place and they do not like it they're not going to trust me anymore for anything forget for restaurant like uh, taste but they would not uh, trust me for maybe cabs service i tell them about or a certain place i tell them to visit around maybe around the world a location or so on and so forth so i would be really skeptical of sharing my personal interests with someone about a brand and when they do they are not just placing trust in you as a brand they are literally uh, like having their own personal uh, trust on take as well so Mm. make sure you are someone who are keeping that in mind too when it comes to your brand being shared out to yeah i i like what you said uh the thing is like you know uh you took your services as an adjective uh that is something really interesting because no one has done it and uh, no one has shared with me i don't know like whether they have done it or not no one has shared with me i think this is something really interesting for me uh on a personal note i would also like to say this uh, you are like a pawn in chess who moves two steps forward so that's what a strategist is all about right yes definitely because if you do not have that vision hmm. then you won't be literally be able to map it around and work on it so you need to have that vision in mind because once you start having that then you can not just do it for yourself and always keep one thing in mind like it is always have been said and that's the why the quote is there practice what you preach so what you are sharing out loud is something or should be something which you've tried tested you know it's working and that's the reason why you're offering it to others like for instance when i am coming up with my own methods or i am trying new things or new strategies first i test it out on my own brand first before i share it out with clients because then that's how i can literally guarantee them it is going to work out for them mm. and so on and so forth okay so that's really valuable thing i can get it from you uh, yeah. and i had a great insight about what service you are providing to your customers yeah. i had a really great podcast with you and it's wonderful to have you in my podcast sushmita and 
like literally was an amazing conversation here. So I loved being and actually having this conversation too. Thanks. Thanks, Sushmita. Thanks for your time and uh, looking forward to collaborate more with you. Yes, yes. Fingers crossed. And yes, let's keep sharing our wisdom and taking the conversations further. So yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sushmita. Bye. Awesome.